Welcome to Real Herbalism Radio. Real herbs, real life, real easy. Now, a word from our sponsor. This show is brought to you by Hunter Creation, helping you find print and online marketing solutions that fit your needs. Visit them at huntercreation.com. However you pronounce it, Kratom, Kratom, or Kratom, you'll be hearing about it more and more. From local news to the New York Times, facts are muddled and the opinions are given. With so much information out there, how do you know what is going on? This week's Herb Lab, we talk about uh, Kratom and some uses, including a salve made with it. Later in Herbal 101, Herbs for Asthma. Now, here are your hosts, Candice Hunter and Sue Sierra Lupe. I'm Candice Hunter. And I'm Sue Sierra Lupe. And, and welcome, welcome to, to Real Herbalism, Herbalism Radio. Radio. You had fun with the Kratom this I did. Week, didn't you? I did. It's like I, had, I had like, oh gosh, I don't know, a couple of tablespoons full of powder that we had yeah. left over from our god-awful tea-drinking episode. <laughs> but it didn't leave a nice feeling in my legs. So. It did, yes, it was effective. Yes, right. it was very effective, taken internally. And uh, I can totally understand why people would put it in something sweet. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Because You'd want to the put chocolate a lot milk of... Thing. Yeah. 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 You, you know, do I, not like I chocolate milk. I can see milk, a latte in my future. Oh! <laughs> How long did the effects oh. last for you guys? Oh, I'd say a couple hours. Yeah, for that amount, I'd say a couple hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, by the time that we weren't really paying attention to it, I it just kind of faded away and I didn't think about it. Yeah. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't such a, a, a veil over my perception of life that I was I was feeling that it was there or not there. Right. It, it just kind of just went away. I think. Just at the same way it came and it came in. Yeah. It, was like very it didn't subtle. come in just like boom. Right. Yeah. It wasn't a hard hit. Mm-hmm. It just kind of came in there. It was there. Then it left. It washed out. So yeah. how much again did we have for when we made the tea? When we made the tea. It was, it was hot water was, and the powder. Yeah. It was eight ounces of hot water and three teaspoons of. Three grams. Time. Three grams. I'm sorry. Not three. Between yeah, the two of Again, us. three grams. Not three teaspoons, because yeah. that would be six grams, and that would be way more than you need to take. Right. Yeah. Way okay. more. So, All right. Okay. So we use that, and then uh, how long would you say it started taking effect? I think I noticed it, like, after 20 minutes. Yeah, about that. Yeah. If that. Uh-huh. Um, I know when I've taken edible marijuana, I can sit there for 45 minutes to an hour going, okay, when is this going to happen? Right. And then yeah. and then I get an impatient, and I end up taking another one, and then, I, then I'm in trouble. Right. And yeah. then you're in That's big, all kinds of big, big so trouble. Yeah. I guess if that could trigger faster, I'd probably be better off. But um, with this, it, yeah, 10 or 15 minutes, and I was you're feeling, feeling it, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. It wasn't, again, but it wasn't like... It seemed more gentle than cannabis. Oh, totally. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah mm-hmm. totally. And it also like. seemed like your ability, not that you should drive a car or operate heavy machinery because you should not do that on mm-hmm. Kratom. But it seemed like your capacity to your reflexes and all that were not nearly as diminished as cannabis usually. Right. Can, and what can I've seen cannabis do for yeah. people? There was the lack of focusing. I had trouble yeah. with that. Yeah, you did. You couldn't read your, your medical <laughs> journal. <laughs> Those are just words. Yeah. Why would just someone throw words on? It's like you know, spreading peanut butter across bread. God. <laughs> Yeah, but I did. Uh, I took some more when I got home. Was I mm-hmm. took the remainder of it? Oh, you had no, uh, another. You, you choked the, down the rest of that I, tea. I, you gave me like how much? How much is in your teacup there? There was like about four or five ounces left. Maybe. Okay, so I took home the remaining four or five ounces, and then I drank about half of it because it started disappearing. I started feeling right. my back again later that night. Took some of that and like, okay, yay, there it is again. So I drank like half of that part mm-hmm. and then I woke up in the morning with a terrible headache. Oh, really? Ooh. Yes. Did not like that. So I, was, I woke up I'm like, oh, okay, well, maybe I'll just drink some more of this. Oh, 
would be the headache. That's interesting. Yeah. And that I have a headache, so I better take some more of this pain reliever. Oh. Like I just like, oh, that works so well. I'm going to. No, oh. I get it. I get that. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So, yeah, I did use the rest of it when my back started getting really bad. But then that was like, <laughs> no, we're done. Yeah. This ain't for me. And then I had a headache later, like a couple of hours afterwards. So do you think the headache is related? Well, I had a headache in the morning, the day after taking two doses of it. And then I had a headache a couple of hours after taking, like after the effects wore off. Sounds like the answer is yes. It looks For like me, there's a very good chance that you got a headache once it wore off completely. It's, it probably could be fully, a coincidence, yeah. but it, yeah, I didn't yeah. change anything else. I mean, I wasn't like not drinking or, you know, I kept with my diet. And, well, everyone's well, physiology is different. Yeah. And the way your body processes things are different. Everybody's different. Um, well, it's related to the coffee tree and coffee plant and coffee can give people headaches when they come off of it. Yes. With people who are use coffee regularly. And I and, if I don't, yeah, when I come off of it, of coffee, if I don't have coffee in the morning or up to a certain hour, I'll start getting a coffee headache. Yeah. So I'm kind of thinking it triggered the same response. Yeah. yeah so if you are a person who tends to get a caffeine headache caffeine or a lack of withdrawal lack, headaches. caffeine withdrawal headaches, perhaps Kratom would be a bad choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, because I, I had zero side effects. But you mm-hmm. never have any side effects from coffee either. Well, no, but I don't. I don't. I also don't Sorry. drink cup after cup after cup of it either. I'm right. not one of those people that are drinking half a pot of coffee either. Well, I. I mean, I am fairly moderate with my <laughs> yeah. my coffee. I mean, right. I'll have. I have no more than two cups a day. Uh-huh. Right. No, but your physiology I, is different. I mean, yeah. Some, yeah most of the time, really. it's a cup, but yeah. Well, yeah. again, not all coffee is the same either. So right, you know, yeah. two two beers. If I have more than two beers, then I'm going to get a horrible headache. It's just going to be unpleasant. Right. So. so you might have something else going on too. Processing. What else is wrong with me? Yeah, I know. Good God. Well, no. Some people do. Some people do have issues with coffee and headaches. No, no. I, I understand that. I, yeah, I do, but there it might be an indicator. You know, it might be an indicator. Something else. interesting because I didn't have anything uh, from it. In fact, when I think you took it all, and I was like, oh. Drinking it all? Oh. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, but I got nope, it back. It's going. Yeah. In a, in in a, a salve. Form. Yes. So I how can't, does... can't drink that. No. What's the, what's the deal with that salve? Okay. So I, I made the salve out of it uh, using uh, Maria Noel Grove's recipe for quickie salves. Ah. How does that work? So she, she had said in one of our other podcasts that she would take a powder... And then add a tincture to it to extract it, you know, oh, and, and yeah, that's yeah. what I did. I added, I added some tincture to it or just alcohol, I think is what she said. Yeah. But I've got tincture all over my house. Yeah. <laughs> Abundance. So which, which tincture did you choose for this one? I chose St. John's Wort. Okay. So, uh, it was a giant quart size because, you know, that's what I do. So I poured yeah. that in there and let it kind of clump together a bit because uh-huh. it turned into this weird paste. And yeah. then... I uh, put, I warmed up St. John's Wort oil. Okay. And added some rosemary oil to that. Okay. Because I figured the circulation thing would also Makes be sense. good. Yeah. And I added two cayenne, dried cayenne peppers. That's always good for circulation. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for pain, pain relief. Yeah. So, and we had talked about the other show that combining it with different things would probably be good. Sense, and yeah. I, we, I didn't combine with anything we talked about in our other show, but of it course seemed not. like, yeah. like oh, I got this, I got that. 
And, you know, I'm not sure if it's an awesome salve at all, but um, it's a, a pretty deep olive green yeah, color. Yeah, it's a gorgeous color. I mean, look at that. It smells mm-hmm. lovely, too. Yeah. And it's a all uh, almond oil base for the, the St. John's wort oil I had already made and the mm-hmm. rosemary oil I had already made. And um, I could have added some um, essential oil to it, too, but I didn't, I don't know. I didn't think about that. Uh, in the future, that's what would be good for it. But yeah, it's a nice wow. color. It looks like it means business. It does. It smells like well, it means business green, too. You, know. you get like, oh, yeah. well, this no. is real. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely good. Um, I did put some of this on my elbow, which has been kind of been sore for the last six weeks. Have you been hitting yeah, that glass apart. table like I have? No, I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't been hitting the glass <laughs> table, but... Um, or the glass ceiling. Oh, uh, ah, I don't know any But no, I, I like the smell. I like the way it uh, was um, applied in that. I just, I don't know if I put enough on or if that was ever, if, if it's actually. Or maybe it takes 20 minutes. It, or, yeah, or it yeah, takes 20 minutes. Or will it, will it, because it's a powder, will it actually affect or come, you know, will we actually, um, How through your skin, will, it will, it, will it? we absorb it through your skin? Right. And will it. Because the chemicals that are in it, wouldn't they, they're typically processed mm-hmm. through your liver and stuff like that, right? So would a yeah, localized application really... That would it, would it be effective? Yeah, that's in a good theory, question. it should absorb. It should much. absorb. And it, I was thinking that if 20 minutes, that's that's pretty high up in your digestive system. Yeah, that is. Well, I'll check back with you guys at the end of the show and see if... You know, I didn't put it on my knees, so there's no chance of me being, getting knee lock again. Okay. That's a good, good thing. That's good. Did you, <laughs> you put some on? You? I don't have anything that's sore right now. So oh, okay. I was like, Do you want something? Yeah. No. Good. You want a knuckle sandwich? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> that's how we heal. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't know. I felt like uh, like I could have done something else to make it a little more powerful. You know, like we would talked about yeah. ginger, and I really think I could. If I had thought ahead of time, I might have used a ginger tincture to combine with that powder. That one or a uh, like a willow bark tincture. Yeah. I, had I actually thought recently. of that. And I had some too. Like, oh. Yeah. I used a salve recently that someone else had made that was had willow bark in it. And I was really surprised that it actually like did it start. Did work? Yeah, it worked. I've heard herbs can work. You know, the other yeah. thing I know is I put it, <laughs> I put it on my lips because, you know, I'd the salve. make because, it Because, you know, what the heck? Why yeah. not? Well, because I had like, yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not very... I'm messy. Yeah. Let's just, okay, <laughs> use the real words. So again, my For kitchen, all your precision, you're actually quite, quite messy. <laughs> so I had left her, so I just like, well, I don't know, stick it on my lips, and then went, oh, mm. That ah. sucked. <laughs> but that tells you, because your lips are, there's a lot, of nerve, a lot of nerve endings there, and that tells you that if that caused numbness there, then it, in theory, should cause numbness wherever it comes into contact with nerves that are sending the pain signals. Right. So, so much so that I started, I chew on my lip when I'm nervous. Oh, that explains it. She's got a, I she's got a, got a big scab. old stab on the edge of her so lip So I was there. chewing on it and then not realizing I had chewed quite a bit. And so I, I <laughs> have a little owie on my lip from chewing on it. Because nice. my lips on? were numb. I chew on my lip when I'm nervous or I'm thinking about something and I'm like, ah, you know, okay. I was in Sioux World and so I'll yeah, do this. Yeah, I make the face, she chews on her lips. Yeah, so you see me lip. do yeah, this. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was just like gnawing away. Yeah. And then crack. Oh, oh, dang it. 
So yeah, lips Sorry. numb, chewing lip, not good, not cool. That was dumb. Don't do this, kids. On the plus side, though, that is a sign that that potentially means the salve is great. Would be yes. useful. I have suffered problem. for y'all. Yes. All right, you're welcome. I'm looking forward to giving that a try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how much did that? Two or three tablespoons. You said you thought you had. I think so. I think about that. Four. I only made. Uh, Probably two of those two is of what these, it equaled up to. So I gave heavy. one, a smaller one to, to Dylan, my son Dylan, and then the remains, the sloppy seconds went into a little container for me. So and that was what so, we have here is that. about three ounces. Yeah, so six, six to eight ounces total. Yeah. What it ended up being. That's not actually it's pretty reasonable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. If you're, you know, I mean, you're making a home. For just family members, yeah. Then sure, and I, I absolutely could see also using if you're doing that powder method, then using tincture, a cayenne tincture. That would be really nice. Cayenne Potent. tincture, yes, yeah. or nice a bones. mint or a clove. Yeah, what, what, yeah. like essential oil, clove essential oil in there would be great. That would be a really good addition to okay. that. So yeah. why would you want to put a more powerful? Um, Numbing agent? No, would that be a numbing agent? Yeah, yeah and so I feel like sometimes together. people put stuff in there just to get that reaction. Like you look at Tiger Bomb, they load it up with that is exactly you know, what oil so that you, when you put it on, you feel like it's working. Yeah, like it smells ah, like it works. It's, it's, it's heating up my skin, so right. it must be working. Right. right. Well, and for inflammation, it, you know, inflammation's not not horrible. You know, too much can cause some problems, but the inflammation also it's bringing all that blood to that area, right. and that's where the healing is. Uh-huh. So, you know, if you've got a numb and you put some you put some warming properties on there, then you're, you're it's helping. inflamed, but it's it's not hurting. You're not feeling it, right? But it's encouraging the healing. So that that's my problem with a lot of the analgesics is it just numbs things, right? It doesn't, and pain open. tells you stuff. It's yeah. It's not always a bad thing. You know, it's a, it's, it hurts because it's inflamed. It hurts because a lot of blood is there and it's, and it's working really hard. Your body is working hard. Yeah, I get it. it it's annoying or awful depending on right. the different type of pain, but it's not always, not always bad. No, it's actually calling your attention to something that needs to be changed because yeah. there's damage happening. And it's the way that we deal with our pain. That's when it becomes yeah. awesome or horrible. Right. One of the two, it could be like, Oh, I've learned now I need to do this yoga or get a different mattress or, you know, maybe, maybe I should change other things in my life. You know, that the abusive people will get rid of those. That's a good, healthy way of dealing with pain. Mm-hmm. A bad way would be just, I just numb it. I just right. don't want to feel it anymore. Right. The things will continue happening that makes things bad for me or changing my diet or whatever. Those are good things I could change. But if I just stop feeling it, then, you know, it's just going to get worse. It's going to get worse. Yeah. And then I have to have more analgesics to stop the pain that continues. Right. So that's, and I, you know, I'm not all excited about pain, you know, don't get me wrong, but you can learn from it and it's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of us in this culture, we just like, I don't want to feel it. I don't want to feel it. Well, when you have a healthy relationship with pain and your body, like for instance, I sliced one of my fingers some time ago on a canning jar uh-huh. and it was a really deep cut. Like Ouch. you could see the bone, Oh, you know, it was really, really see, deep. Yeah. Other than yeah. teeth, you really shouldn't, you shouldn't no. be seeing bones. It wasn't That's a good, good thing. No, but I dealt with it. I did the things that needed to be done to take care of it. Yeah. And I was sitting there 
you know, right afterwards. I mean, you know, like an hour after I had taken care of all the yarrow salve and packed it and holding my hand up and taking my flower essence, you know, to help myself calm down and relax. And mm-hmm. I said to my finger, okay, I hear that you're sore. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get up from this position. I'm going to give you time to heal. I don't need to be aware that there's pain there because I'm not doing, I've done everything. I know how to do everything I can do. Right. Let's not hurt but I promise you I'm not going to move. Yeah. And I sat there and the pain completely vanished like a light switch. It turned right off. Mm-hmm. And I just sat and relaxed and did what I promised myself I would do and the pain didn't come back. Yeah. There was one point where I moved my finger. Um, I went to go. I can't even remember. I just made a gesture. Not, not thinking. You know, right, that was right, my right. first non-thinking gesture. And it's the pain just shot up and I looked at it and it went away. Mm-hmm. And I immediately stopped whatever the gesture was that I did and it was fine. Right. And over the course of the next, I think it was six weeks it took for it to heal to the point where I could actually start doing dishes and stuff again. Mm-hmm. Anytime that even the smallest hint of pain showed up, I looked at my hand, figured out what I was doing, changed, and the pain had vanished immediately. Yeah. Which I was, you know, it's a healthy relationship right. with both pain and my body. And my body trusted me to say, oh, okay, yeah. you're going to stop well, doing the, what you're doing. You the know? pain's not in your body. It's in your brain. Exactly. You know, and that's what exactly. a lot, that's why we get phantom limbs or whatever, yeah. you know, things that aren't there hurt. That's, that's impossible. Right. So it's just like, <laughs> that's just, that's your brain giving you, telling you ghost stories. Telling, yeah. Telling you something to hopefully change how you're behaving. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or just remembering things. This yeah. is my memory of what it was before, and that that shit hurt, and I don't want to, mm-hmm. I don't want to have that anymore. I'm like, well, you're in luck; it's not there. But you just have to like tell your brain something different. You have to give it a different story to tell than the ghost story that it was telling you before, right? So, yeah, yeah. but I mean, honestly, my pain with my finger is pretty minor compared to some of the things people go through, like chronic back pain and oh, you yeah, other chronic things. So. You know, I don't know how you develop a healthy relationship with pain in those instances. Yeah. I'm sure there is a way to do that. Yeah, but, well, it's a it's know. a balancing act. You know, yeah. that, uh, my son went through heart surgery uh, this last week, as yeah. for, from our recording week here, and they put him on pain relievers, obviously during the heart surgery. Right. <laughs> Go figure. That's a, well, there's a good one. That's yeah. that's not me good being choice. anti all oh, pain relief. That would be a good one. Because uh, they're busy screaming and whatever, so uh, they afterwards he just got sick, like just oh, made yeah. him super sick, huge oh. headaches, huge, How awful. And he's anti everything. He's just like, if I can't solve it through my diet, then I need to be thinking something else. And right. it's like, well, the the nurse said, you know, you've got a couple of sites in your body that are inflamed and reducing mm-hmm. the inflammation right now. If it gets a little too much, your heart is pretty delicate and it's gone through a lot. No, you're not going to take any NSAIDs, no aspirin, no ibuprofen, but Tylenol would be good. Right. You use moderation. You don't have to tell Aaron to use moderation on that particular topic. He's got it. Thank goodness. <laughs> so it took me like 20 minutes to talk him into taking like right. that a couple of hours after his surgery when the, you know, he's just sick from the, the um, oh, fentanyl yeah. and his head stuff. is just pounding. Yeah. Like you don't have to be right here. Yeah. You know, you yeah. need to feel well enough to eat something. And your body needs to rest and you can't rest when you're in that level of pain. Right. And if you can't rest, your body cannot repair itself because that's when our bodies do their repair work is yeah. during rest. Yeah. 
So for him to take, you know, he took the Tylenol and it helped make him feel better. And then he took something for his stomach. I can't even remember. I gave him some herbal thing, whatever. Ginger, I hope. I think it was like <laughs> marshmallow syrup with something else. I don't know. Some crazy uh-huh. mom thing. Uh, but yeah, then he was cool. It was mm-hmm. cool. Like it, he was able to, yeah. to help himself. But it didn't subside all of the pain. You know, he woke up in the morning. He still had inflammation in a couple areas. Right. He's taking it easy, and that pain is keeping him from doing too much exactly. and causing damage to – Doing exactly what it's supposed to be doing. Right, right. It's keeping things under control while he heals. Right. So I don't know how we ended up talking about all this. I'm so sorry, guys. We're talking about pain relief. Yeah, yeah. pain, pain relief. And Kratom is known Kratom for pain relief. does a very good job of that without yeah. necessarily becoming too addictive, however – it can just become on you addictive. alone. You said, "Hey, I it's could like, take this again." Yeah, I could yeah. I'm going to take it again. Wait, yeah. no, 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 that's a slippery slope. So, so it wasn't for me. And now, a word from our sponsor. So don't forget, folks, we're going to be taking hiatus in December. You guys know what that means, right? Hiatus. Uh, wait, this isn't Jeopardy. Does that okay. mean I get to have the whole month off and not to do anything and not pass the order list? Oh, of course, <gasps> it always means that. No, <laughs> no. We're gonna have four golden classics. That's oh, right. Call them goldies. Yeah, goldies. Goldie, goldies. That's such a great term, Patrick. How'd you come up with that? That's awesome. <laughs> You're brilliant. <laughs> I, think, I think Stu coined it. No, <laughs> oh, I'm I not that goldies. smart. You said goldies. Anyway, so we're gonna re-air four. Four of our classic shows. Classic shows. We've yeah, that you some, can't get yeah. unless yeah, we can't get them. On, well, well, actually, even even more importantly, they're not on the site anymore. That's yeah, right. They, they've been completely removed. They're not in the store. There's not a podcast you can purchase in the store. Yes. Anymore. So these are the four that you'll treasure chest. Yeah, four that you'll be able to listen to. That and we we chose ones that um, various different listeners had requested. So, mm-hmm. like, did we announce what they were? No, we kept it a bit of a oh, secret. You want to tune in and you'll definitely want to get on our newsletter list so that you get notices mm-hmm. when those are coming out. And you'll want to tune in because there might be some interesting announcements that come up. All wow. right. Wow. So, excellent. So hiatus coming up. We have four goldies. Four goldies. Four goldies. <laughs> Coming up for golden episodes coming up, and that's for the month of December. But apparently, I don't get the month off. So, (laughs) sorry, dude. It's hard to be Patrick. (laughs) And now back to the show. Right, it wasn't for you. Uh, I think that's some of the that brings us into the other part of um, doing a little bit more research this week was all the different opinions. Oh, there's so many news articles out there that are heroin or meth. Is it? Yeah, it's not filled with fact. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not filled with fact. Yeah. You know, there's two sides of it. There's the side of um, what the effects of the drug are. Right. And uh, for people that have never taken it, mm-hmm. they just assume what they read. So they must say, it, you know, it's bad. It's so bad because the authorities say yeah. that it's bad. But when you say something to the effect of it's 13 times more or stronger than morphine. Uh-huh. Well, I, I didn't notice that. I didn't think really? that was the case. Because I've, see, I've seen my dad's morphine when he's had to take it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. My God, and it's a I tiny had... bit and he is yeah. – he was down for the count. Right. Yeah. You right. know, the, no way is that 13 times more you know, stronger no, than morphine no, or, I don't know or, or heroin. No way. Mm-hmm. But that's that um, ignorance – Breeding to this idea of what it might be or what it is because they don't know. Right. Um, I was. We were watching a, that right before our podcast. We were watching that little or listening to that little video, and and the the news anchor person was talking about it, and she was 
basically saying all of this uh, words of other people that it's so potent and it's so this. And then the woman that was actually taking it for back pain said, no, it's not. It's nothing like that. Right. You know, you can't commit. It's not crystal meth. It's nothing like that. It's, you know, so there's that um, misinformation of what it actually is doing. Right. Additionally, you're adding misinformation about heroin. And, and meth. I right. mean, the, the person that was making that claim about 13 times more, have they worked with meth patients? I have. Do they have any clue? You know, I, yeah. I know what it looks like when people are on heroin. I yeah. know over and over and over again. I get it. And that's not what I was experiencing. Well, yeah. isn't, 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 <laughs> isn't heroin and, and, and meth on the opposite ends of the kind of high you're going to yeah, get? Yeah, one too? puts you down and the other one right. wires you up. So and, how, you know. Yeah. So uh, no way, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think your tongue can even be that way. Right. Uh, the other thing I thought that was interesting, and, and I somewhat agree with this statement, is that uh, there was a sheriff in Alabama, which happens to be where it is, one of the states where it's illegal, mm-hmm. who's saying that, you know, you don't know what's in it. There's right. no regulation on how it's manufactured. You know, it could have sawdust in it. It could have mm-hmm. other impurities. It could have, and you don't know it's a consumer because there's no one producing it. I get right. that. And that's something you, you, and we made that point in our last podcast. Know your source, know your vendor, talk mm-hmm. to them, figure out where and what they're getting. Uh, so I agree with what he was saying, but I don't think you put I don't, an, think, I don't think you put an herb on a schedule one uh, system or the DA ranks it schedule one because you're not sure where it's going to be produced from. Right. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that yeah. part's ridiculous. I yeah. agree with him saying as a consumer, know yeah. where you're getting it from. But yeah. on the other side of it, you don't need to ban it because of that. Right. right. Because we would be banning everything we put into our body. Right. Yeah, if you if you take that right. if you take that idea, you could you bring it down. And you made the joke earlier uh, before we start recording about lettuce, right? You know, you don't know where it's being produced. There's thousands of farms making it, mm-hmm. and every time we've had an E. coli outbreak, it's always been from some unwashed bag of spinach. So, mm-hmm. you know, right. So let's so make spinach illegal. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, it doesn't yeah, make sense either. Exactly, it doesn't make sense. It's either. the yeah. classic overreaction. Right. And classic. Having that misinformation, and it's not just you know a local TV station. I mean, even the New York Times. I mean, it, it's just not enough research being done about it, mm-hmm. and it's just now coming into the public foray. I think that any time there, there's this idea that there's a quote-unquote legal high right there people get all yeah but they forget that alcohol is a legal high as well and so is caffeine to a certain extent sure and yeah so, tobacco so yeah so there's tobacco. Tobacco. so there's no you know it's so, a lot of legal highs yeah there's a lot of legal sugar. highs and so we don't sure. we don't vilify all of them we let them they're part of our society we've accepted that we've accepted mm-hmm. the social costs of those things right so kratom isn't i think isn't any worse than coffee per se but it, it can be abused Mm-hmm. You know, and you can take it too much. You can go too far. You can have your um, tolerance build up over it. Um, right. And it's expensive. Yeah. I mean, the other side of it is it's not something you, you should do every day. And that we even said the last last week, once, twice a week, maybe. Yeah. You know, I mean, for you, so you you got the headache. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably not a, a good treatment for you in the right. long run. Well, I'm a delicate yeah. flower. Well, I mean, as with as with all herbals, any herb, you you need to take a tall, small amount for the first time and watch how your body reacts. And if right. you get adverse reactions, you should not continue to take it. Mm-hmm. You know, just like pharmaceuticals, when you have adverse reactions that show up, you need to tell your doctor. Guess what? I'm getting this scaly rash. That's not good. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't keep taking it at that point. You talk to your doctor. In the case of an herbal, 
just just stop taking it Mm because your body's not reacting well to it. Right. And keep in mind that this does cause numbness. So if part Mm -hmm. of your problem with the pain is that you also have numbness, it's it's possible that that's not the best thing for you. Right. So just just that it's pain relief, there's a lot of other parts of it to keep in mind. If you tend to get really jittery, it might not be the thing for you. Yeah, it's it's the coffee tree, coffee plants. Coffee in general is not good for you. Perhaps croutons is not a good choice. Probably need to look elsewhere. The stories about people working these 16-hour days in Thailand, you know, because of the Mm -hmm. crush of the economic system, you know, it would, the ideal world is that the person wouldn't have to work those kind of days. Right. You know, if you have control over your life in some way and you could just like reduce that kind of tension so that you don't need this. That this, would be better. That yeah. would be better. But not everybody's in that position. Right. You know, and for some people, their pain is so out of control that they don't, they can't live a life. So this might be the side effects might be well worth it. Right. Yeah, a headache versus painkilling might. Yeah, you have to weigh that for yourself. Right, right. Because yeah. I could still drive with a headache. You know, it wasn't like yes. a migraine. It was right. just a headache. Well, yeah. and people who are dealing with really chronic pain, a headache might be really small compared to the back pain or right. the other pain, whatever it may right. be, arthritic pain, whatever it is they're dealing with. Yeah, you know, I've had blinding sciatic back pain. Mm-hmm. Like I literally could not see. It was so bad. Yeah. So I, I could see now. I'd be like, oh, he- headache in exchange for being able to like sit up on my own. That would be awesome. Yeah, right. Fine. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> yeah, that would be fine. But yeah, it, like everything else, I think we have the same discussion over and over again. Yeah. Well, ultimately, I think it comes down to people should have the right to make the choice that's right for them. Right. Because results you know? may vary. Yeah. For some people, the headache may not be worthy, you know. Worthy mm-hmm. compromise, but for others it might be. And mm-hmm. I don't think our government should be making that choice for us. Right. I think yeah. we should make it on our own. Yeah, you shouldn't have razor blade candy, definitely. You need to have regulations for that one, but this right. one's a little bit different. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why so, did they so, Okay, so. <laughs> to get more information on uh, Kratom, you can go visit the American Kratom Association.org. Yeah, that would be the one that I would recommend. And especially if you're looking at or seeing news reports. Of it, there was one Fox News, of course, that had a big scare <laughs> thing about Kratom that I saw when I did a quick news search. Yeah, and that one was not listed on the American Kratom Association as one of the most more recent actual events. And at the time, I was looking, I was searching for um, whatever the latest updates are on the DEA rulings right. because that Fox News was saying, "Oh my God, the DEA has." revisited it and now they're going to make it illegal again and i thought really you're the only one who's saying that uh-huh so i looked at the dea and the dea dea no. itself has absolutely nothing that corroborates <laughs> that no other news source does and the american kratom association has a clear listing of the legalities mm-hmm. in fact if you're interested in looking up your state's legal status Mm -hmm. go to them there's a a spot where you can look up under your own state to see where you're at and Mm -hmm. you can see which states have banned it and what levels they're being banned at some some cases they're completely absolutely no kratom other places there's different varieties of bans Mm -hmm. and then they also have a link of what you can do if you're living in one of the states where they say no kratom and you want to change that you can take a look at what what is available and what statutes are being 
drawn up or whatever. Will that be on so, our website? Yeah. The basic link will we'll be on our website. Che- uh, check out our show notes. Yes, it'll be on our show notes. Check out our show notes because we'll have a bunch of those links there. Uh, also links to some of the herbs that we talked about here. Um, we do have information on on our website about a couple of these things. And we always digging for more and more and more information Um you, are you thinking we well, might have a Are you going to have the recipe for the sap? I don't. It depends. If it's awesome, then I will put the recipe in. Yeah, I, I think you should, even if it's not awesome. Yeah. Well, you can put it up with an article right at the beginning of the article. Talk about what you would do, consider doing differently, and uh-huh. you know, this okay. is the the basic here's recipe. The basic but here's recipe. here's some ideas because it's make a this successful salve. Yeah, yes. it's it's successful there. As we talked about today, you have some ideas for making it more successful, right? And some suggestions, so you can okay. write that up. All right, very good. I will do that. Yes. So we'll have that. <laughs> so maybe successful salve. <laughs> That's a catchy name. That's a very, very catchy name. Thank you. So also be sure to check our Facebook page for more information. We like putting stuff up, not just about the the podcast, but also we put up, let people know when we have new things on our website. Or if it's seasonal, sometimes yeah. low will put up like, oh, it's it's egg dyeing time. And here's some natural ways for that. Or just Yeah, when we find interesting stuff that other people are doing, we like to share that through yes, our Facebook page. We do. There's always some funky things happening out there that are fun to enjoy. So uh, we also have little pieces about just what we do. And then you'll notice on Twitter, we announce stuff on Twitter all the time. So yeah. that's a nice thing. We have a newsletter. You sign up for our newsletter. Yes, you'll want to get on our newsletter, actually, because mm-hmm. over the hiatus, we'll have the newsletter will be still coming out Correct. each week. And you want to be on that because we'll be, you know, having all our notes and stuff. And we've yeah. got some new stuff cooking that we can't talk about yet. Oh, it's but, a secret. You know, it'll be yet. exciting. So all the exciting news shows up through the newsletter. Yeah. So you sign up for that by going to thepracticalherbalist.com. And there should be a newsletter sign up on the sidebar. And then also a little box, a red box will come up mm-hmm. and ask you to sign up. So yeah, get on that. And use our hashtag. Our hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have a wonderful hashtag gallery on the Instagram. Yes. The hashtag is the practical herbalist. Yep. And we've been starting to see more and more people yeah. posting stuff. It's very exciting. Art. Somebody did their art and we have little recipes and yes. sometimes just someone's collected uh, a cup of something and they're like, oh. There's a cute one herbalist. where someone had just gotten a new order of herbs that they had gotten from someone and their little one is, they've got their little son is in the box playing with the herbs and all excited. It was very Aww. adorable. That's cute. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. And that's another thing. If you you know get on there, get on the newsletter, you'll get to see who it is we, we usually feature someone from instagram or one of our product reviews we have had people leave reviews for us on amazon for our herbal folios yes well, you know that yeah. review will feature someone from there or um, we've had itunes reviews mm-hmm. we've featured folks who have been giving us giving us good reviews so you want to leave us good reviews. You want to get on our on the Instagram gallery and share some pictures. Yeah. So that that way we can find you and say thanks. Yeah. We like this to be a communication. Yeah. Herbalism 101. This is part of the show where Sue and Candace answer a listener question or teach you about an herbal definition or term covering basic to advanced herbal knowledge. If you would like the dirt on herbs, herbalism, or anything else related, you can send your question using our simple contact form at realherbalismradio.com slash herbalism101. 
If we choose your question for the show, we will send you a free PDF ebook, Natural Nutrition by the Practical Herbalist, currently available for $4.99 at the Practical Herbalist store. Here's Candace and Sue to discuss this show's Herbalism 101 topic. Today's Herbal 101 question comes from Anne. Anne writes, I have had an increasing concerns with asthma. I grew up in the South where DDT was everywhere, and I've had respiratory concerns my entire life. Any suggestions other than normal we the other uh, excuse me, other than the normal we read on the internet? I just started taking B12, milk thistle, and fish oil. And I take a powerful multivitamin daily. I now live in LA for many years. Thanks for any thoughts. PS I'm also on an inhaler twice a day. Love your site. Well, Sue, Candace. Oh, I wish I could say, Anne, that I've got the perfect herb for you. Mm-hmm. I sure. really wish, but I think it sounds like you've got a really complex case there and you probably are going to be wanting to see an herbalist. Yes. Yeah, that would be a good consult. Uh, the, these are the kind of things that we, we want to say, first of all, that we are not di- offering diagnosis or treatment, but we're using this question in particular just to talk about asthma in general. Right. And there we, are some people out there who have done a wonderful job of dealing with their own asthma and have shared with others right. what, they, what they've done. Yeah, definitely. Right. But people, like I say, people are different. Um, we don't have any information in this post what other medication the person might be on or what her allergies are or anything yeah. like that. It's, it, this, it's complex. You can't really give a diagnosis to somebody over the internet cleverly in, in a one-paragraph format. Right. That's just not responsible. But let's talk about asthma. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so uh, go ahead. There's a lot of herbs. There's a lot of herbal approaches you can use for asthma. Mm-hmm. I know mullein is a common one. Oh, yeah, definitely. Used. Yeah, well, we had a, a interview with two gals, uh, Bonnie Rose Weaver, the author of Deeply Rooted, and... Uh, Mari Amund. Mari Amund, thank you. Yeah, uh, so good with names. And <laughs> they have, they had mentioned this that Bonnie Rose had had this horrible problem with asthma when she was young. She lived in San Francisco Mm -hmm. and the air was not so awesome. And she just was used to the idea that you always have to have an inhaler. And when she started working up in Washington, then she got introduced to herbs and she tried a formula, which is in her book here, and that helped her get off her inhaler. Yes. Well, that's pretty great. Yeah, it's a, that's one of the stories I was thinking of when I said that earlier, is that there are some herbalists who have managed to really do amazing things for themselves mm-hmm. to deal with asthma using herbs and yeah. all natural approaches. And varying the the formula as you're going along, as you're finding what, what works best for you. Because, you know, asthma is not just like, I bought it from the asthma store. Right. There's not a standardized asthma in general. Right. I understand if I remember correctly, there's two basic types of asthma. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even the difference between which type you have will probably mean a difference in which herbal approach you might take. Right. Just as there's different types of uh, over-the-counter and prescription medication for different kinds of asthma, too. So uh, the one of the a couple of things that she has listed in here, uh, the Bonnie Rose Strong Lungs Tea is what she's got, is Colt's Foot, Elecampane, Herbisanta, and Nettle. That's what she's she's got her own formula for it. And that formula is in Deeply Rooted Medicinal Plant Cultivation in Tectopolis. That's a book that uh, she's put out we think is adorable. 
and we really enjoyed reading it because it's got these cute little drawings in it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't draw. Well, straight lines, I'm, I'm pretty good at that. But she also mentioned that when she was using it, there was a variety of other herbs that she was personally using. Right. Like you were saying, uh, Grindelia, Lobelia, Thyme, Cayenne. There's a bunch of herbs that are just really good for your lungs in general. Right. And I think as someone coming from L.A. as Anne is, it would probably be good to connect with Bonnie and yeah. connect with her book, take a look at that. And, you know, because you're – what you're dealing with in LA and in San Francisco are going to be some similar conditions mm-hmm. in terms of the air quality and that sort of thing. Yeah. And also they're going to have some similar herbs. I mean, it's not exactly the same eco environment, but they're close enough. It's kind of like us in Portland, mm-hmm. you know, we're fairly close and the herbs that work well for folks in Portland, many of them will work well for us right here in Eugene area. Right. And uh, the areas that's not just relate to the different types of like some people like OSHA up here, right? which is really great for the type of, um, you know, we get a lot of moisture yeah, and funguses and different things like that. Yeah. And that will compound with the asthma. So looking at the herbs and deciding what also works for other components of people's lives. That's why it's so important to talk to a particular herbalist about right. it. Now, OSHA is one of those fabulous plants that I think, tastes awful <laughs> some people are just like oh oh i love OSHA. it's so delicious and i just look at it and when i've seen it it's fresh it looks like a like a, a hairy dog turd it looks awful <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and it smells like onion and you're just like yeah and i'm putting that in my mouth today yay <laughs> just not but it works really great for those folks that need it, it works really yes, well. Yeah, it has pulled some crap out of my lungs really well. And I per- am blessed that I don't have a- asthma, but I know that's been part of a compound for other people. They've used um, uh, OSHA and Lobelia and, oh my gosh, I'm trying to remember other constituents that have been in an- another formula that's used a lot around here. It might be Ella Campaign. Yeah, I was going to say, I would think it would be possibly Ella Campaign. Cause and that's, Mullen. Yeah, and Mullen. Yeah, I have a, like a mind block with Mullen. I don't know what it is. but I don't know. Mullen is a drying herb and it helps, right? Isn't yeah. It, it dries it's, up it's excess. Drying. People excess, use it for ear infections a lot. Yeah, they use it to dry up excess mucosa mm-hmm. and then um, helps the phlegm come up and out. So it yeah. helps your lung system to move it out as it's supposed to. Yeah. It's trucky getting some of that stuff. Once it's in the lungs, it don't want to come up at all. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that's a that's pretty much a one way street. Yeah. And it's painful to get it out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ugh, poor things. But yeah, there's a lot of different herbs that are good for that. Um, I think one of the things that I liked about the formula that Bonnie Rose had was that she was also adding nettle, which isn't necessarily good for your lungs, but it's just good for your system. Right. Yes. It's very nutritive. So it's rebuilding. Mm-hmm. So your lungs can use the nutrients to rebuild. Yeah. And your whole body, you know, just when you're not, when you're feeling bad, like breathing is just a basic prop. Are you really going to be exercising? You can't live without air for more than a, like what, three minutes or it's something vital. like that. Yes. Whereas water you can get away with for a little longer. Right. Yeah, know? definitely. The most basic element is air. Yeah. So when that's, that makes a big dent in people's lives and people that have asthma, they make a whole bunch of different choices. So to be able to have something so nutritious 
also yeah. helps other areas of their life, which aids them in getting over the asthma as well. Right. It's like with diabetes. I remember the first time when I realized, oh, diabetes isn't, that's just not something you get for the, your entire life. You can get over it. Oh, right. like yeah. light went on, yeah. you know, that that's the same thing with asthma. It's not necessarily once you're on it, you will always be on it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It is conceivable that you can reduce or eliminate the, like the inhalers and all of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it sounds like this um, person that wrote in, uh, Anne, Anne, that she's doing a lot to help build herself up, which is great. Yeah. That is a, that's a key part too. Yeah, definitely. But she's missing another little piece of it to help with her lungs. And I'm hoping that the formulas and, in uh, Bonnie Rose's book and then some of the other herbs that we've uh, mentioned. I'm sure that some of them will be once once she meets with an herbalist or a qualified um, um, healthcare practitioner of her choice, whether it's Ayurvedic or traditional Chinese medicine. Yeah, acupuncture could be a really good one for her. That's amazing how well that does help your system. Yeah, and I know of a lot of other people that also incorporate yoga. Yeah, with it yeah. for that because it's Makes not one of those mindfulness kind of things. But yeah, combination of things, just throwing an herb on it ain't ain't what you do to fix it. Right. Yeah. You know, life is more complicated than that. It is. Good luck, Ann. Thank Good you luck. for the question. So a really cool thing happened today. We got another sponsor on Podbean. Yay. Yeah. Who is our kind sponsor, kind and generous soul? Her name is Sarah D. Thank and you. she sponsors us at the Sprout level. And it's it's the $2 level, but every little bit helps. You bet it does. Up. So we awesome. really appreciate anyone that's willing to fork over cash mm-hmm. to help us do what we do. They're winners in my book. Yes. Thank <laughs> you. That's so, super nice. Yeah. So if you want to sponsor us, um, you can find your sponsor link in our, the email that we send out uh, weekly. And you can also find it on our sidebar on our website. And there's also a sponsorship page under the main uh, Real Herbalism Radio um, uh, tab or the podcast tab. You can, there's actually a page that has all the different levels, and you can click on the level that you like, and that will bring you to the page to, to, um, to sponsor. And, again, we start off as low as $2. Yep. And um, uh, our last sponsor, uh, Wild Mama, she did a $3 one, which we don't have actually a branch for. So apparently you can go above and beyond. So she oh. said, I don't want to do two – I can't do five, but I'll go right in the middle. I'll do three. Okay. So oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, I didn't know that. So. Another branch of the sponsorship tree. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, right. So we really appreciate it. So if you're looking for ways to help us out, uh, Podbean is one of them, and you can go onto our website and do that. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. This show is brought to you by Hunter Creation, helping you find print and online marketing solutions that fit your needs. Visit them at huntercreation.com.